Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song to Screen Podcast, where two film composers talk about the music in film and theater, hosted by Mark and Landon Akiyama. In this special episode, Mark had the opportunity to talk with Katie Grady, Michael Cusimano, and Manny Fernandez from the Lambs Players Theater's production of Once the Musical. They dive into what makes this show unique and why a disenchanted musician's story strikes a deep chord with audiences. Subscribe to hear more at AkiyamaMusic.com. Hi, Mark. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am. What's going on? I'm extremely exhausted. Why? Uh, well, I can't complain, but it's it's a good kind of exhausted. I just got done. Um, there's a. I work with the foundation, the Piper's Angels Foundation, that works with um, the cystic fibrosis community. Um, their headquarters are in West Palm Beach, Florida, and every every year they have you know what's their annual major fundraising event called the crossing for a cure which is an epic paddle adventure from bimini the bahamas all the way back to florida but uh so i was i was there i went to bimini for about two days we had about a hundred actually yeah it was exactly a hundred paddlers who paddled back from the bahamas back to florida And so uh, I was I was kind of one of the guys, one of the staff members helping all that thing out. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? Oh, my gosh. Today, so we did something really, really special um, and ended up working out that we did get a chance to interview some of the cast members from Once the Musical, which is playing down in Coronado at the Lambs Players Theater right now through August 12th. So this episode, I interviewed three of the cast members and... Um, yeah, it was a really awesome show. We saw it when they first opened their opening weekend, and it was it was really good. Uh, we had we had seen this musical before in New York. So yeah, I that was a few it. years ago. It was yeah, it but, was uh, it was when it opened. It opened a few years ago. It was a, maybe like five yeah. years ago. Yeah, so that's a this is a really exciting interview. I was we we I got to do it at the theater on stage with the with the cast. So got some cool video with that and stuff and we'll talk about that later but first of all follow up the moment ambassador link our moment ambassador link is still live and still good so if you haven't heard we are moment ambassadors now so moment is a company that makes really high quality lenses that attach to your smartphone and they have a bunch of different uh, lenses they have a wide angle uh, portrait lens uh superficial lens and they recently came out with a, a cinema style anamorphic lens which uh, squeezes more image into your your frame so it's a super wide super widescreen cinematic look and you can get really tasty uh, lens flares with it which is really cool <laughs> like think jj abrams style yeah so we'll put a link to the moment ambassador link down below in the show notes and if you use that code you'll get 10% off your first purchase and then it also helps us out a little bit too so if you want to support the podcast that's a great way to do it yeah I actually used those um, those lenses those moment, moment lenses over while I was in Bimini on the crossing for a cure I got some really nice shots that I will be posting to my Instagram shortly yeah I used actually I actually used the wide angle lens for the interview so yeah and also we'll also be posting that everywhere actually we'll be posting it on our YouTube channel the full interview um so you'll be able to watch that just look for akiyama music on youtube and you will find that interview when we post it so what was it like interviewing the whole cast or the, those three those three yeah so okay so i interviewed i interviewed katie grady 
who plays girl, the girl. Uh, the, yeah, the two lead characters, they don't have names specifically. They're just called guy and girl. So Katie Grady, she plays girl. And Michael Cusimano plays the guy. And then I also interviewed uh, Manny Fernandez, who plays Billy, the music shop owner. He's one of the funniest characters. <laughs> <laughs> he has some really good lines. He's super funny. And uh, Manny's a really good, really good guy. Um, I've worked with him on a couple of shows, I think. Yeah. Uh, last year on Buddy Holly. And then this past December on Secret Garden. I was playing in the pit for that one. Um, yeah, so it was great to see Manny again. And yeah, he's super funny in this show. So yeah, so what's really cool about this show is all the cast members all play instruments. So the lead character played by Michael Cusimano plays guitar. Katie Grady, who plays the girl, uh, plays piano. And Manny Fernandez plays guitar. They have a cellist in there, uh, a violinist, uh, two violinists actually. There's also a mandolin. Banjo, they have banjo, banjo a few other at one point, yeah, and a few cajons, other guitars, a couple of percussionists playing cajones, uh, a drum set. We talk about that in the interview later, the instrumentation and everything. But yeah, so what's really awesome is all the all the actors play music and play instruments throughout the throughout the show. So they are the band and they create the score, which is uh, so, really really cool, really awesome. What? So there's no pit, right? There is no pit. Just so everybody knows. There's no pit musicians. There is no they pit. are the musicians. Yeah, the instruments you see on stage live. are the only... Yeah, they're performed live, and those are the only instruments that you hear. Yes, so it's so it's set in Dublin in a local music shop owned by Billy, and uh, we see this motley crew of musicians uh, play throughout the throughout the show and create the, the score. And Guy, played by Michael Cusimano, plays his songs that he's written, and... Um, that helps tell the story. What's really cool is they're not uh, like typical musical songs where like, I'm baking a cake. La-di-da-di-da. <laughs> this is what I'm doing next. <laughs> or I'm so, going into the forest fighting a... What? Yeah, they're not really songs that tell you what the character wants. They're more like singer-songwriter... Yeah, well, they're, they're singer-songwriter songs Yeah, that yeah. tell you more how a person's feeling yeah so it's uh i don't know if this is a great comparison but it's sort of like mumford and sons sort of sound especially when everybody in the cast is playing together and it's really um moving and the all guitars are strumming together and the violins are going and the cello's going and you got the cajones and everybody's like dancing and the cajones yeah so the Lambs Players Theater production, um, it's directed by Carrie Meads. Uh, the musical director is G. Scott Lacey, and then it was all choreographed by Colleen Kohler-Smith. Uh, so they had a really great production team, and it's it's sort of a small theater, and the way that the audience sits is the stage is level on the ground, and then the audience, the audience sits up from there. So it's a very intimate space, and it works really, really well for this musical because you're like right there with the two main characters and you see everything and you feel everything when they're singing and when they're playing. Yeah, and in some cases, if you want to reach out and touch one of the actors, just that's how close they are to you, pretty much, if you're in the first row. What are you doing? But don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. We're not encouraging you to do that. I'm just saying it's a relative frame of reference. You could if you wanted to, if you you really had to for some reason, catch somebody if they were falling, but... 
Falling yeah. slowly, maybe. Did you see yeah. what I did? But it's there? a really awesome musical. It was uh, the winner of eight Tonys, including Best Musical in 2012. And then the year later, it won a Grammy for the Best Musical Theater Album. Um, well, yeah, which reminds me, the original Broadway cast recording was really unique, too, because the way they recorded it is because all the actors play the, play the instruments and play the music and sing. They all recorded in a room, so they didn't record separately, like an isolation boost and everything. The directors for the original cast recording wanted to emulate like the same kind of performance that they would live when they do the show. So everybody was in the same room and uh, singing together and playing together. So it was they tried to recreate the same kind of thing that they do on stage for the album. And uh, I think, I don't know, I like that when they do that. It's because it's more fun to play with people rather than like look at somebody in another room and be like, yeah, we're playing together. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, even though I don't really, I don't hear you. I hear you through my headphones, but I don't, my ears are not hearing what you're playing really. Also the story, the whole musical was based on the 2007 film of, by the same name, directed by John Carney. So that's where a couple of the, the hit songs come from, like Falling Slowly. Yeah. Which I did a little... You didn't, you didn't catch it, but I did a little falling slowly. When you reach out and touch the characters, you can catch them if they're falling or falling slowly. Oh, I did hear that. You didn't? No. Whatever. You didn't? Oh. And then... <laughs> so for the original, the music and lyrics were written by Glenn Hansard and Marketa Irglova, and the book was by Enda Walsh, and yeah. like Mark said, it was the winner of eight... Tony's including best musical in 2012. Okay, so let's go now to the interview with Katie Grady, Michael Cusimano, and Manny Fernandez from the Lamps Players Theater's production of Once the Musical. Cue the interview. And cue the interview. Okay, so hello everybody. It's not live, but... (laughs) Um, So, we're here. uh, Landon's not here, actually, but I'm here all alone. He abandoned me. Abandoned in... uh, Abandoned. abandoned. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we're here with a couple or three of the cast members from once, and um, we're doing an interview with them. So, if you guys want to go down and introduce yourselves, I guess. My name is Michael Michael Cusimano, and I play the guy. My name is Katie Grady, and I play the girl. And I'm Manny Fernandez, and I play Billy. I get a name. Hey. Special. <laughs> I'm not the one character with a name. No, most of the characters have names, know, except, except for these for you two. two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. The so, two main characters yeah. don't have names. Yeah, I know. You want to talk a little bit about your characters a little bit? So, Well, guy. I play a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the character is an Irish uh, street busker. Guy goes out on the streets of North Side of Dublin. And, yeah. Um, is a formerly aspiring singer songwriter who's decided to give up on his music once and for all. It's over. It's finished. Mm-hmm. Until a mysterious stranger comes into his life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I play the girl, and she is actually a Czech immigrant to Ireland, living in Dublin, and she happens to be on the street and witnesses him leaving his guitar behind, and something in his music has really struck a chord with her, and she 
inserts herself into his life to save his music, basically. Pretty forcefully, too. Yeah. <laughs> and Billy? And Billy is the music shop owner where she likes to come and play piano because yeah. she, she can't afford to buy one on her own. Um, he's not so secretly in love with her and he's also <laughs> suffering his business is going nowhere. He feels, I think he feels like a little bit like Guy. His life isn't going anywhere either, but... Mm. Yeah. He hopes for the best. He's a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, when we first saw the show, we, uh, like, the, your lethal hands. Oh, yeah. Lethal weapons line. <laughs> like, we were saying that. Trying these to are find lethal weapons, say, these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were trying to find reasons to say that for, like, about a month after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the really, the cool thing about this show is everybody's a musician and an actor. So everybody, it's like a 12... 12-person band, basically, right? There's 12 or, or 14. 14. I think we have 14 yeah. cast members. And, yeah, what's unique about this musical is that every person in the cast plays an instrument, and there yeah. is no band aside from the cast. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, and that just kind of helps reinforce this story that is about musicians. Yeah. And it's unique from other musicals in that just about every song in the show is the characters singing in character because yeah. they're... You know, jamming with one another. It's yeah. never a moment where a I character. Must sing. Yeah, you never break yeah. into song in that tra- yeah. in that musical theater tradition. Yeah. Every song is contained within the story about people playing music together. Yeah. So how did like how did rehearsals go for that? Did you guys? Is it a traditional like score music for the musical, or is it like a lead sheet kind of thing? Or how does? How it's did interesting. Do well, we had the hard copy scores yeah. and orchestrations like you would typically okay. get. But they came with a, almost like a disclaimer that mm-hmm. said, "Oh, take this as a starting point. Yeah. And oh, if okay. you have people with different talents or other, if yeah. different Which roles play different instruments. Very out of oh, the ordinary nice. for most musicals yeah. that you would get the rights to. They would be like, this is what you're playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these ones, they were like, here's a seed. Grow something. <laughs> and awesome. we did. <laughs> it, it worked out really well. I think the very first time that the whole cast came together and sat down. It was in the little cramped back office of the theater, and okay. we were all kind of crammed in with our guitars and mandolins. <laughs> we didn't see and each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But we decided, let's give Falling Slowly a try. Let's just oh, read through it. Big one. And it was like a pretty epic moment. Yeah. I think by the end, we were all in awe of one another and oh, of what so we were cool. able to do. You never mm. get to start a rehearsal process with the full band yeah. and everything already. In, like, yeah. oh, it was really great. It's usually the la- <laughs> one of the last things that comes in is you finally get all the instruments. Yeah. We got it from day one. That's before we started, we focused on that before we did the scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We learned okay. the music. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah the first week or two were, was mainly band mm-hmm. practice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that's awesome. going from song <laughs> to song and yeah. trying to learn each one. That's what it felt like, too. Deciding band what? practice. It was, ba- it was it was a bunch of jam <laughs> sessions. Yeah. And then the, all the pre-show music, that even was even oh, later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We were learning that kind of on the side. Oh. Tell them about the pre-show. Katie and I aren't in it. Oh, oh the 30 minutes of Irish folk music? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's actually it gets pretty exhausting. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I can only imagine playing nonstop. It's a lot of up tempo. Yeah. It's a lot of up tempo, and I'm glad we sk- we have more songs than we actually need. We thought we we're going to run up sh- run short, but we don't actually play every song every night. So do you switch up the like set list for the? Pre-show we have thing, certain or? ones that we pretty much always play, and okay. a certain song that pretty much is a standard one that we're going to yeah. finish right before the show sure. really starts. Yeah, uh, but there are two or three others that kind of get rotated in and out. Just okay. Basic 
Sometimes we say, let's play that one because we haven't played it in a week. <laughs> <laughs> we need to remember it just in case. Yeah. It keeps it nice and fresh and organic. Yeah. And that quality really helps set the stage, I think. Because as people are coming into the theater, the set is a bar and people can yeah. order yeah. drinks. And yeah. there's a real live band standing right there on stage. And you can go and yeah. people are dancing with you guys. And they're and dancing, distracting you and trying to mess with you. Yeah, it sounds us. that a lot of people actually know if oh, they yeah. know Irish tunes. So Yeah. Mm. They all know Molly Malone. Yeah. Sure. They learn it really fast. Or they know uh, Whiskey in the Jar. That's mm-hmm. another one that people seem to know. It does a great job, I think, of creating the experience that you're coming into an Irish pub. Yeah. You feel like you're in Dublin. It really sets the atmosphere before the story even begins to be told. Yeah. yeah. So did are those like traditional Irish songs for the the pre-show? or were those? There's no set pre-show list. There's oh, no music okay. that came with that. Oh, okay. So those are just Those songs. are the songs that we just oh. sort of collected and picked. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So each... Production is going to be yeah. Each production can do whatever they want. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Sweet. So I'm assuming you're guitar player. You've been playing guitar. Yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was a teenager. Okay. But my primary focus was always on acting. I went to school for acting. Yeah. And moved to LA and moved to New York and found myself in San Diego doing musical theater of all things. And um, this is a role that I've kind of wanted to play for years and okay. years. Yeah, that's what I was going to <laughs> Yeah, and now that it's finally come to fruition, it's pretty cool. Yeah. What about you, Kitty? I uh, I also went to school mainly for acting and okay. for singing, but I had taken piano lessons when I was a child from when I was like yeah. 6 to 12, and I just always really enjoyed it and kept up with it even though I stopped learning about it. So I'm not super, super classically, technically <laughs> trained, but... I love the opportunity to be able to mix it up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I went to school for theater. I, I didn't pick up guitar until I was about 30. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I played a lot for about 10 years, and then the kids were born, and I hardly <laughs> played at all until like the last seven months. I keep having reasons to pick up the guitar. <laughs> this was a huge one. I played yeah. more in the last month yeah. than I played in the last eight years. How are your fingertips doing? Well, they're good <laughs> now. <laughs> that first yeah, rehearsal was painful. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd only gotten to pull it out for like a week. I have to they file were, off the calluses yeah, they're getting in a while because they get so... They're, they're getting pretty thick yeah. now and like, they start to bug you. <laughs> but you don't want to take too much off. No. <laughs> don't have that trouble with piano. No, no you yeah. don't. It's easier on the fingers. Easier on the fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's a little riskier with uh, carpal tunnel and all that stuff, though. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you play piano. I do. Yeah, piano and percussion. And I started with piano, and then my piano teacher quit. So I was like, No, I'm never going <laughs> to find a good one. So then I switched to drums to be in drumline for high school. But then wow. I still tried to keep piano up because. Like that's what it comes I, in handy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially really for does. like writing music and stuff. That's really mm-hmm. you can't you can it's not fun to write a song on a drum set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um Nobody can read it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Or you write it out, drummers can read it, but yeah. pretty much nobody else. Yeah. It's um, one note. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering for you. So he's it's weird because like yeah, they're not like traditional musical theater songs where you're singing like oh I'm baking a cake or this is happening <laughs> da, 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 da. No, so no these wrong. are like songs that he's written so is it more liberating for you to be able to tell a story through those or is it more freedom or like how um, do you feel about actually yeah I think it is Yeah. so Glenn Hansard and Marquette Glova wrote these songs for the yeah. film that it was based on um, but like you said they're not story songs that are 
expressing they're not contributing to the forwarding of the plot necessarily yeah. with the lyrics but they are exactly the kind of songs that I've always loved to sing okay. and that I've always identified with the type of music that I like to write and so picking up these songs that have been I've been a huge fan for probably 10 years yeah um, it's awesome to be able to just let the music be the guiding force rather yeah. than the lyrics or the story or the character it's all about connecting with the band with the ensemble and making the music and the yeah. shine that, that has on the people listening is such a big focus of the show yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the spine of the show is mm-hmm. how this very simple and straightforward music it's folk music yeah. and it's not um, embellished it, well you know what I mean it's, it's right. beautifully simple but it has the power to reach so many people and you see that in our staging you see it in the choreography and I see it in the audience when they leave I mean it's, yeah, it definitely it's, has an impact you can feel it yeah it's really cool especially like all the the group ensemble moments um, those um, are really powerful too that um, acapella yeah, yeah the one at yeah. the everything is so yeah, still yeah <laughs> feels like that one goes on for a long time it's just great yeah. Yeah. I, and I just love the end of act one when we do gold yeah. the first yeah. time it's a song it starts with yeah. you know, just me and, uh, at an open mic and nervous as hell trying yeah. to get this song out <laughs> and by the end of the song every member of the ensemble is moving in unison and playing together and it's really yeah. cool crescendo yeah I like what you guys did with the like the theater wings or the, the entrances the and exits how you guys like sneak in and sneak out that was really cool <laughs> and that was very sneaky yeah. <laughs> we were told to be very sneaky <laughs> don't want to see you come or go just yeah. be gone it was really really effective that yeah. was awesome oh I was wondering yeah so like his songs are about his ex-girlfriend that he's written a while ago but mm-hmm. is there one specific song where you feel like you start singing about her gold gold mm-hmm. okay yeah um this yeah the songs are for this lost love this old love yeah that he is denying um he still has feelings for i guess until she kind of reawakens that passion and all the songs begin to take on a new meaning for this character mm-hmm. because of the new relationship that springs up out of nowhere yeah and that's yeah gold I would say is definitely the first time that it's becomes actually directed it, it, that it changes course mm-hmm. and my whole job during that song because I don't sing or play any of it I yeah. just wander around during it and fall in love horrible job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that's the song How where she starts it? I think where she starts to okay. realize what's happening yeah is more than she had originally intended. Intended, yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> How about Billy? Do you have a favorite moment in the show or a favorite song that you get to play? Favorite song? Well, the favorite song I get to play is probably in the pre-show when we do "Red-Haired Mary," just because it's oh. a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but I, I do love playing "Golden" and singing the the acapella reprise. Yeah, you know. And I've learned over the last like couple weeks of practice. <laughs> we learned acapella gold. It was all very easy in the rehearsal room, okay. but when you have to move pianos and yeah. drum kits right before that, yeah. breath control <laughs> becomes a different issue. <laughs> Especially for a song that starts off so soft and controlled. So, over the last week or two, I've finally figured out where to take breaths and like control everything, mm-hmm. so that right before the song start, starts, I can be set. Yeah. 
and not like panting. <laughs> yeah. um, and anytime I get to play Falling Slowly. Mm-hmm. But the other songs, like each one, as we do them more and more and they get yeah. more and more locked in, you know, each night a different one probably is a favorite song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, last night sleeping was just, we were dead on. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so fun to be in that moment with yeah. watching everything and. And as we do it more and more, we're less down here. We can watch what everybody else is doing on okay. stage. So it's fun to start seeing things you haven't seen yet. Yeah. And you the know. show really does breathe in that way. Yeah. Every night, it is never quite the same experience. Mm-hmm. There's always... New moments. Yep. And there's no opportunity for us to phone it in either. You know, you can't no. just show up and hit your marks and go through it. We have to be tuned yeah. into Soon each other do, or it's going to go off the rails. <laughs> We've had guitars go out of tune. We've had strings mm-hmm. break. If you fall asleep, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. ready for those moments. Yes, yeah, teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, most of you guys, you're all like pretty much on stage at pretty mostly for the whole thing, right? So mm-hmm. is it for the most part? Yeah. yeah. I leave the stage Definitely. during your solo in Act Two for about two minutes, and yeah. that is the most time I spend off stage. I think in the whole show. Yeah, I think my most time off stage is before I enter in Act One. You like <laughs> the whole song, which is the pre-show. Yeah. Well, not even the whole song because I come in pretty. You soon. come in halfway through, yeah. But I'm just kind of chilling there. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, I get the banker scene off, so I'm good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I can go sit down, put my feet up. <laughs> His song's a lot of fun too. <laughs> He's great. James is great. He plays, and then he switches to electric guitar or ele- bass uh, guitar. Yeah, he, he plays, play, he plays bass, bass through most of the show, and yeah. then he plays he plays acoustic for the pre-show, and he plays acoustic guitar for that yeah. for his his solo, mm-hmm. and in gold because everybody's playing it. Otherwise, he's on bass pretty mm-hmm. much okay. for the whole show. And then there's there's a mandolin, mm-hmm. mandolin, banjo, banjo, ukulele, ukulele, banjo, yeah, accordion, accordion, concertina, concertina. concertina. <laughs> oh yeah, the cajones, the drum kit. Bongos, castanets. That's right. <laughs> or I, I call them the musical yeah. chips because they're in the bar and they try to sneak them. But yeah. They usually sing on the bar so like sneaky. a bowl of chips. <laughs> and then the cellist. You yes. cello, of course. Two violins. Yeah. yeah. Lots of guitars. Yeah. And lots, lots of guitars. guitars. So everybody has more than one guitar Multiple because of the different tunings. tunings. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, my Landon said they were. It sounded like mostly open string, or is that... Uh, for gold? The song and gold is in an open E okay. tuning, and so is my song, um, Say It To Me Now, is in a, oh, okay. a, a different open E tuning. Okay. Um, but I have, I wonder if you noticed actually when you saw it, I play three different guitars that we're trying to, we got like the exact same model okay. to try to fake, like, oh, it's one guitar the whole time. Well, we did did not, you notice? No, no. <laughs> 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 Mission accomplished. Gotcha. Is that for different tunings and everything? It's, it's for different tunings, but it's also because I have to go up this spiral staircase oh, yeah, yeah. and play a couple of songs, and I don't yeah. want to try to walk up a spiral staircase in the with dark a with a guitar no. on my neck. It's just too many risk factors yeah. there. <laughs> Bang a couple strings and snap them, yeah. Um, hmm. Was it... When you guys like started rehearsing in the space, was it and when everybody's like all over different areas of the stage, was it hard to like get the balance right, or did you guys have to work? We'll let you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it was all, we also you know the sound designers worked very hard to find yeah. those sounds. So as we were staging different things, yeah. he was working in um, monitors for us. 
And some of it had like Patrick, our, our sound yeah. guy, probably has maybe the hardest job of anyone in the entire production because he's yeah. got to mix live yeah. all of these instruments and all of these voices. Yeah. Um, and he was great about giving us monitor speakers. Like in both yeah. of these entrances over here, we have little oh, speakers. Yeah right above our heads yeah. in yeah. built into the set. We've got these monitors, so when I'm up there, I can hear yeah. what's going on, and people who are behind the bar can hear what's going on over here. Because mm -hmm. the space is very deceptive. Um, yes. When you're standing in the middle of the stage, it's very hard to hear yourself and what's going on. It's kind of a dead oh, zone wow. in the, just Especially the acoustics of the space. Especially when there's a bunch of bodies in the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you were, uh, when we were first doing it, and before we had some of the monitors, when he was playing further back by himself, by the time he heard himself and the sound bounced That's back, true. Yeah. it was delayed, so he yeah. was hard, a hard time that keeping tiny time bit of because, yeah. because I hit the thing and then I hear it a second later, yeah. an instant later. But it's an, mm. It was enough that all the tempos just got, started slowing down, 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 <laughs> down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. But once we got the monitors and... Yeah, and was, Patrick has to mix that as well yeah. because a lot of times we're listening to Michael play and he's setting the tempo. Yeah, but then Michael drops out and he has to switch to somebody else that has mm -hmm. to pick up Michael's line oh, and man. keep the time for the rest of the song. Yeah, and plus we have you know we have drums, but a lot of times it's cajones and yeah, you know, way over yeah, there. There's only one the song where we have a drum kit and everything That's, else is just yeah. small percussion yep. instruments. Which, yeah, yeah. So there's some floor mics hidden around some places mm -hmm. so that to pick that up and oh, okay. And help out. Yeah, the cone playing was really nice. Really, like, as a percussionist, I was like, <laughs> Dave knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then the part where you guys take the drum set away, like the yeah, oh, yeah. part was cool. The drum breakdown, that's literally what that transition yeah. is called. Mm -hmm. <laughs> drum breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> but even that stuff, like that's that, all the stuff that he plays in that breakdown yeah. isn't actually in the in the score at all we just no added that the okay. there's no drum actually in the drum breakdown okay <laughs> it was a big mystery music. during rehearsal like, I was like yeah. why is it called that there's no drum part oh, oh. we're actually breaking, breaking down, down a drum kit during that <laughs> yeah. song but oh. Carrie the director's like no I want the drum sound in there so yeah. she started yeah. snare drum rolls she basically let Dave like figure some stuff out and okay. where to play and then when he had to switch to just the snare so that everything else could disappear all at once leaving mm -hmm. them with just the snare yeah yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we had to rehearse the timing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it looks great. I watched well, it. Thank God. It's, it's really to music. I watch it every night from, from yeah, upstage. It looks, it looks really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty I don't know. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. But we had people go, ooh. And I'm like, it's awesome. must be good. <laughs> this is the part where Landon would ask a question. <laughs> um, do you guys have any, any other things you want to talk about? Like... Do you have a favorite what the moment story in the means? show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's always changing. It's hard. That's hard. Yeah. What was it's, it last night? Yeah. Last night I actually had a moment. It's not. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but I just like <laughs> that there are different moments when emotion really creeps up on you when you don't expect it, and it's really fun hmm. in a character to have that surprise you and yeah. have to either go with it or in the character go no work against that and it's just I love how the story is always growing and changing a little yeah so since everybody's playing music and instruments also is it like easier to let emotion out or to it can so, be I think so certainly I, since you're yeah mm -hmm. I think it's a fantastic in. emotional release to yeah. be playing and to feel all the other voices Everybody and instruments else, around yeah. you yeah it's it's a cathartic experience yeah. every night for sure. Yeah, 
That's I cool. I feel like I, multitasking allows you to be a little more raw as well because you can let things surprise you because you're focusing on so many things and you go, whoa, all of a sudden. Hmm. Yeah. It's nice. I like a task. Plus, we're always, <laughs> except for you, a few times where you're playing solo, we're usually playing as a group. Yeah. So you can just be with everybody else and stop worrying about what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, I mean, half the time I'm just so excited listening to everybody else play. Play, play as a band, yeah. <laughs> and then be a part of that is like, you know, just that moment of feeling like you're a part of it. That's yeah. that's the uh, beautiful. And you don't have to worry about, oh, people are watching me do this. Yeah. 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 I would say my hardest moment in the whole show is, is the very first song. It's the only one where I play by myself. Well, and say to me now, I kind of play by myself. But it's a whole song where it's pretty much just like my guitar and my voice. And I feel very naked and exposed, right. and yeah. I wonder how it's going to come out tonight. <laughs> That's the life. And of there's no warm up for it. You just come out, and yeah. it opens the whole show. Yeah. And there's often no applause for it either. Which is okay. I actually yeah. like that because I. Well, but I tell myself it's not because they didn't like it. Oh no, <laughs> no. It, seems, it seems like it's because not. it's so effective. Yeah. Like there everybody's a, just like. What happens a lot on the show where a song yeah. will finish and there is just silence yeah. where where wonderful. you would expect people to burst into applause but that when they don't interrupt the story yeah. Yeah. it actually feels really good that we can stay in the moment yeah. and we know that the people watching want to see the next moment yeah. they don't want to interrupt it with yeah. clapping well, that's not something you usually get with musicals either it's mm-hmm. very yeah. unusual yeah no, usually Bernadette Peters appears at the top of the staircase everyone stops the show to stand and <laughs> cheer someday so. <laughs> Really awesome job, guys. Um, Thank you. It was, Thank you. It was really great when we saw it. Um, yeah, congratulations on your opening. And Thank you so much. So you guys run till... It's running Tuesdays through Sundays, all the way through. We've just been extended all the way to August 12th. Oh, that's so right. So it's here in Coronado it. all summer, pretty much. Okay, great. So plenty of chances for people to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can uh, see it multiple times. Yeah, yeah. You can see it multiple people times. already have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's people who have already their third and fourth trips like, set up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you can visit lambsplayers.org for more information. And, yeah. Oh, I did have another question. Yes? You got to have to go back <laughs> no. and edit this into the middle. No, 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 no. Where, like, where do you think the title once comes from? Or, like, what does that mean for you guys? Because I know you sing it a line sort of at one point where mm-hmm. she says the hill. hell caught in the hill yes I didn't catch that until last week it, caught, I, I it struck my ear it thought, struck oh. me most of the way into the rehearsal process before I went oh she says yep. the word once yeah and it's kind of isolated oh there's, it's the lyric uh, and I know that in the morning I'll have to let you go and you'll be just a man once I used to know mm-hmm. that's what it is and so it's just this because it takes place over the course of five days and so it's this thing that happens once to them, and they totally change each other. Yeah. yeah. And it's just this isolated this little week of their lives. Moment, yeah. That was what, I was always curious about that. Well, <laughs> I'd be curious to find out from John Kerry, who wrote the original yeah. script, if that's what it is, yeah, or if it's an surmising. abbreviated version of Once Upon a Time, yeah. but it's so simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's even more simple than Once Upon a mm-hmm. Time. Yeah. Uh, and pure. But I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> it's just a guess. I think it's just, it was a moment in time yeah. that will never happen again. Yep. It was unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's the sort of thing where you look back and you go, wow, that's, that happened once. But it was special. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to me. Same, same thing that you said, pretty much. Hmm. 
I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good ending. For it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what time is it? Yeah, we're pretty much out of time. So that was awesome. Good. Thank you. <laughs> well, we'll Thank go you get dressed and get ready for a show tonight. Yeah. Okay, great. So, yeah, that was the interview with them. They were I was really glad that they were able and willing to interview with us and talk about their show. So, like Katie said, they extended their run to August 12th. So, if you're in San Diego or around the area, um, definitely come down and check out the Lambs Players Theater's production of Once the Musical. It was really fantastic, and the actors were really nice to talk to us and everything, and... And we really love the music for it. Yeah, this is really great music. Like Mark said, uh, you can... It just gets stuck in your head yeah. like after hearing it. And it's it tells a really beautiful story. And um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, or, no, I'm not spoiling it at all. What am I talking about? You might be and spoiling it because they are going to go see it, right? Yeah, they are going to go see it. So yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, it was a great interview. And um, really, thank you to the stage manager also for... Uh, helping me arrange it and everything yes thank you so much maria yes that's about it for this episode yeah and uh yeah thank you also mark for really covering for me since i couldn't be there uh mark really yeah. did this whole episode mostly by himself but well, well, that's how it usually is anyway so i don't know what you're about. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> i'm whoa, used to it whoa yeah. wrong wrong this is oh, false yeah. information no it's not what am i talking about okay anyway so definitely uh, go see their show. It was awesome. And look for the video interview, the accompanying video interview on YouTube, Akiyama Music on YouTube, and you'll be able to find it there. Um, also, follow us on Instagram uh, to stay up to date on all the behind-the-scenes videos we like to make for the podcast. Uh, we'll probably post a couple clips from the interview there as well, and then we'll have the full half-hour interview on YouTube. Yeah, and then as always, subscribe to Akiyama Music to find out more and check out our website. We have our scores up there and some of the stuff that we're working on. Um, what else, Landon? Yeah, please share this episode because we want as many people as possible to go see this awesome musical once. Put on by this amazing cast and go say hi to Manny. Go say hi to Manny, Katie, and Michael, Michael after the show. I'm sure they'd love to hear about it. Yeah, and definitely say hi to them. Um, sometimes they they sneak out the back though, so you might not get to catch them. But yeah, so keep anyway, say yeah, say you listened to the interview and heard about the show from us. So yeah, go on check them out. And also, if you are interested in the moment lenses for your smartphone, iPhone, Android, whatever you use, uh, use that that link moment link in the description, and you'll get a little a little something off. Yeah, that's about it for this episode. If you could, please go to iTunes, give us a little rating, write a review. It really helps us out, and we love to read the reviews. And, yeah, reach out to us on Instagram or on the website, anywhere. Um, we'd be happy to, to talk to you. Yep, that next episode will be out uh, actually next week, Monday the 25th, I believe. Yeah, this was, this was a little special in-between episode, mm-hmm. so we'll be back on our regular schedule next week. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Uh, All right. See you soon. All right. See you, Mark. Bye. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.